1: Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Bichara Supply Chain. Uh, this is Nurhan, your host. And today's uh, episode, we are going to talk about uh, navigating supply chain risk. And I am now with uh, Jonathan Kimpy, uh, CEO and founder of Verify. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Jonathan.
2: That's no worries. Thanks so much for having me. It's a real it's pleasure to be on the show. It's nice to meet you and to, uh, to chat with you as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, before we get started, uh, can you please brief a bit about yourself and your professional background?
2: Sure. Well, uh, thanks again for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And hello to all your listeners from all around the world. who really respect your show content that you've covered so thanks for having me on. Uh, My background's been quite varied actually over the last 20 or so years professionally. I've moved between a bunch of different disciplines. Uh, A a common thread throughout all of them has been technical work uh, but I classify myself as an assistance administrator uh, or a technical founder in uh, in current parlance uh, which just means that over the last 20 or so years in the workforce I've worked in a, a diverse array of backgrounds but they've generally been technical. I've worked in big businesses and telecommunications. I've run a few of my own small businesses, different companies. I've been involved in a a national defence supplier over here in Australia. And I've worked with not-for-profits and non-government organisations, worked in the education sector. And now I find myself as a technology founder in a supply chain startup, which is why I have the pleasure of talking with you. So quite a diverse background, a lot of technical work across multiple different systems, um, interconnected software and hardware. And um, and it's, that's a, a brief snapshot of my background. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay, let's start with the very basic uh, question here, Jonathan. So talking about supply chain race, uh, supply chain security, what it means and how important is uh, security in a supply chain?
2: Yeah, it's a really interesting question. And I think as a technical founder, and as a company, uh, verifying. it. Develops things for supply chains to enhance supply chain security. It's something that we ponder day in and day out. Uh, and if we put this in context, now, if not more than ever, uh, we're getting feedback uh, from all over the world about the need to enhance supply chain security. And we have recast back just to the last 12 or 24 months, COVID has redefined how things move around the world. The demand spikes that have followed have been very dramatic. Um, the Suez Canal incident. Uh, with the Ever Given just recently highlighted a need for additional transparency in the supply chain and and security of goods as they move. There's been a lot of chatter about supply chain security, but but I just want to define it because there's a few different um, domains that use this term or phrase. When we speak about it, we're speaking about the understanding or increasing the understanding of goods as they move in transit. So the goods could be cargo products, produce, um, but things that move from one place to another Uh, We want to try and enhance what we know about what happens as as it moves, who is involved in the transactions as it moved, and such that when it gets to its its point of origin, uh, its its destination from its point of origin, we can actually um, have a better understanding of what's occurred and why it's occurred and how it's occurred, um, such that when it arrives, um, we know the condition that it's in, uh, we know more about uh, its its provenance, where it came from, and, and subsequently whether or not it's been tampered with along the journey. Um, I break that down into two distinct different avenues for the sake of simplicity. I'd say there's physical security at one layer, uh, which is we call a layer one consideration. That's about people and objects. Do things lock properly, as an example? I and mean, then there's a digital layer, which sits on top of that, and the digital layer is more about what happens from the information that gets imparted from those physical assets. And, and that flows into, and I think it's an interesting thing for your listeners to consider, an economical brand um, problem that can occur when either of those two things fail. So if there's a problem with the physical layer or the digital layer, it can actually impact a brand and impact the economics of uh, cargo or produce or products that are being sold. So that's how I, I broadly describe supply chain security. Um, you'll notice there's a common thing there, uh, which is data, information. Um, and that common theme is often overlooked as in am I getting accurate information about what's happening? Can I trust the information that I'm given? Uh, that's, that's a critical element of supply chain security that we like to focus on.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what are some security reasons, Biden? how can we define, how can we detect and assess it earliest as possible?
2: Mm, yeah, I mean, if you think about detection, earlier is generally best. <laughs> so you want to be able to try and detect something um, if you could preempt it, so before it even happened. And yep. uh, a system has been developed at the moment, which are really fascinating to do that. Uh, a lot yeah, of them surround machine learning and, and predictive analytics. Those sorts of systems can help to improve supply chain security. But being preemptive or proactive is the best way to go. Um, but then detecting as early as possible. And we use a security concept, which is about your perimeter. And we ask the simple question, where is your perimeter? And that is, where is the place where a security event might occur which would cause you the most um, harm, risk or damage um, and so for a lot of cyber security professionals when they think about their perimeter um, they can think sometimes close in for supply chains which are global those perimeters can be quite long and wide and um, quite far apart and so we have to be conscious of where our perimeter is and as a concept of security and cyber security in particular um, we want to try and extend that perimeter out so that we know what happens preferably before it happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is
1: another interesting question. So how can supply chain uh, security be improved? Uh, can you share some success story from your client about how they improved the security?
2: Sure. Well, <laughs> if we think about um, physical, digital and uh, security, and, and then we consider economic and brand security, you start to realise there's a few common things there that pop out. One, one of them is about data trustworthiness. So can I trust the information that... Um, I've been given, can I consider all of my options so I can make the best possible choice? Uh, We're working with a client who needs to consolidate information from multiple sources. and It's very complicated. The people that they're dealing with who are handling transportation don't often want to give that information up. So one thing that we can do to de-risk their entire supply chain is to just move all that information into one place that they can access. So that's an example where we actually increase their security posture just by making things more visible. Uh, another client we're working with um, has a business risk, uh, which is another element of security, um, which relates to how their goods uh, transport from A to B and whether or not they can accurately tell if that the goods arrived and when they are to arrive so they can marshal downstream resources in the supply chain. Um, so ETA planning for us is another element. It's a business related element, but it has both physical and digital components to it. Um, we need to secure the goods at point of origin as it moves through it, we give it uh, increased visibility using IoT devices and other mechanisms. And that visibility allows the the accurate calculation of an ETA to mitigate a business risk. Um, A few specific examples. Um, We work with groups uh, that ship different products in particular at the moment we're, we're focusing on coffee and import export of coffee. One of the people we've been working with has been using sensors for their coffee um, and the sensors are really really important because they tell a story about the condition of the coffee as it's been moved and sometimes as something has been moved it can be affected in this case by heat and if it gets affected by heat coffee has a tendency many months down the track um, if green beans are exported um, to, to turn and to go back. Uh, the, the end result is a bad taste in coffee. So you need to know what happens in that intermediate transit period so that you can make a better decision uh, later on. Uh, Fast moving consumer goods, FMCG has the same issue. They, they generally classify it as freshness and, and something a lot of supply chain professionals in FMCG are talking about is how can we ensure that our goods are the most fresh so that we can sell them at a premium? And so when we work with groups and they ask us about IoT sensing devices or how can we secure something so that we know that it came from a certain place, um, we develop hardware to do that. We have a software platform that does that as well. Um, But what we're really trying to do is drill down into those areas of the greatest business risk, their supply chain security risks, uh, and to solve for those in a technologically enabled manner. So those are just a few examples that we've come across today.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, so in your view. What sort of practical things can we change now to ensure that the business stays profitable and protected, Jonathan?
2: Yeah, well, I think I'll break this down into three different ways that I think can be universally applied before anyone steps into anything that that could look um, both complex or expensive if they were looking at supply chain security, uh, visibility or transparency solutions. Uh, I'll break it down to this. You need to know, you need to assess, and then you need to deploy. Um, To start with, you need to know. You need to map out your own supply chain risks. They can be simple. They can be complex. Um, I definitely say know those risks and and use whatever mechanisms you can to know what they are. Um, People who attach sensors to things are enhancing their knowledge of what's going on in their supply chain. They can do things like calculate dwell time. They can reduce their cycle time. It can affect their inventory management simply because they now know something they didn't know before. Secondly, as that data is accrued, we like to say that it should get turned into an insight. An insight is knowledge that's evolved from just the raw data that you've discovered. Um, So as you assess in stage two, you want to rank your risks. What's the least uh, risky? What's the most risky? How can I start to mitigate those risks? And then thirdly, as you deploy, you need to build a strategy, and I'd say technology has a lot to say here. Um, You need to build a technology-enabled strategy. Uh, that could be multi-headed. You can deploy multiple different devices or different types of software. But as you do that in conjunction with your people, who are your most critical asset, the people who know your supply chain well, um, that technology can start to unlock things, turn those insights into outcomes, things that you can transform or use to transform your business. And then subsequently, this is the step we like to do with our clients, is to take those outcomes and turn it into income. Um, Because we want to make sure that as we're deploying anything inside supply chains to increase security, transparency and visibility, it's leading to more profitability for the people that we're being involved with.
1: Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, I actually still have a couple of questions, Jonathan, but uh, we are running out of time. All right. So, uh, but before we close, uh, what what are are some key we that would like to share with our listeners?
2: Sure. Well, I mean, recently we've been seeing the rise of a, of a movement where people have been stepping beyond um, just simply thinking about their supply chains in, in uh, sort of a, a singular, faceted format. And, and we've we've seen the phrase, and we were part of the founding group that came up with the phrase "shore shoring," which is S-U-R-E, shore, as in I am sure shoring. It's just like near-shoring, offshore, and reshoring. You hear those phrases, but shore shoring takes it a step further. It steps beyond just physical location. And it talks about security, it talks about resiliency of the supply chain, talks about transparency, visibility and trust. And I think it's an adequate phrase. It's, it's a more than adequate phrase to describe what we need to think about now with supply chains. We need to be more holistic. We need to zoom out a bit and ask greater questions. Um, we, we see everything from the Suez Canal crisis all the way through to the seafarers that are being abandoned at sea as elements of supply chain risk. And if you don't have an answer to how you mitigate those risks, it can be very complex. It can be very costly for your organisation, and in some cases, we've seen entire brands be massively affected because they haven't just calculated out those things that can be a little bit hidden inside their supply chain. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome, awesome. Okay, so Jonathan, thanks for joining us, and I look forward to speaking with you at another time. Thank you so much.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com.